All right, guys, welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Liorti. And I'm Danielle Gallardo. And we've had a two-week hiatus. We've, we've kind of been all over the place the last week and a half. Uh, so apologies for not releasing last week. We were having too much fun. We literally were. This week's been rough for me, but last week was really, really fun. Yeah. Let's so why don't, you, why don't you start off? So we went to F1 in Montreal. I guess it was like, what, a week ago now? Yeah, a week ago. It was a week ago now, and we had such a good time. First off, highlight of F1, go. Of, sorry, of F1 weekend. The music. I cannot believe how good the music was in Montreal. You know what? Great like, night. I actually keep talking about it. Every time I talk to someone, I'm like, oh my God, the music was unbelievable. That's a great answer. Because I was expecting you to say like a specific place or like thing, you know, like Peel Paddock or Bar St. George or the dinner we had. And you said... Like a, some, you said a thing that encompassed the entire week. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. The music was unbelievable. What were the DJs we really liked? The neighbors. neighbors. Oh my wow. god! If you're in Toronto, please come on the podcast. We need to talk to you because you were amazing. We should hit them up. I actually like them at Peel Paddock. I was like, this is not real. I said that was the best set I've heard from like a non-famous DJ or DJs, and they had the electronic bongo. Which at one point I was checking the videos. At one point, some random person was just hitting the bongos, but it worked. The vibe, the energy, they just, they were unbelievable. I have a video of you being like, if I have to die anywhere, if you have to bury me anywhere, it has bury to be somewhere here. like this. Yeah, honestly, they were so fucking good. Uh, what else? So in, in general, Peel Paddock was, was probably the best party we went to. Yeah, and it was like so random. I'm just like, can't believe we actually got in. Like, we got really, really lucky. Our former pal, not our former, our pal, former guest, uh, Devontae Smith Pally, ended up getting us in because me and Danny were literally trying to figure out how we're going to get into this party that's impossible to get in. And then Devo came in clutch and just got there. Within five minutes of him getting there, he walks us in. Yeah, and it was like worth it, worth every oh, second. Worth waiting a million. You know what? Percent. Disappointment. Okay, Beatrice was amazing Friday. Bar Great, George, yeah. amazing. Even though we were like two losers in the corner, but the music was so good. Yeah, Bar George would have been a lot better if we like had a squad or if we planned it ahead of time. Yeah, but like regardless, the music was so good. I was like, okay, it was still a good time. And then Saturday, Saturday, the Peroni event was top notch too. Like, yeah, really happy. Great we went event. To that. Food was amazing. What was it called? Bar Julieta? No. Or Cafe Julie? Uh, Cafe Gentile. Cafe Gentile. Yeah. Top of food was unbelievable there. Even just like the whole vibe of that place yeah. was great. Uh, the Maxim party, top notch. Such a great party. Turns out it was open bar for us too because we had the VIP tickets, which was even fucking better. It was a lot of fun. Really, really great event. Really? I'd go again. Oh, yeah. For Funniest sure. Funniest part of that day though was probably getting in the rain oh my running God, yeah. so ricky is literally so i'm in heels and it's like literally four o'clock and i'm like hey, i've been heels all night i want to die like my feet hurt already jump out of the uber because every street was closed in montreal and basically he's like hey we have to just walk we have to find somewhere to go soaking wet ricky was nice enough gave me his like jacket put it over my head running in the rain like full-on like, torrential full downpour on pour, yeah so I'm wearing a white shirt to give you context. My white shirt is like fully wet, fully see-through at this point. What t-shirt contest? Yeah, so we were joking with Elaine <laughs> that we were having a wet t-shirt contest. But uh, overall, like unbelievable weekend. I had a really good time at the race. Ricky has a different opinion on it, but... And, and here's why I didn't enjoy the race. So to give you a little bit of context, we bought tickets when like tickets first came out. So we paid normal price, like not any reseller fees. 
and our tickets were 900 bucks a piece. We're at the Santa Curve, which like, I guess if you're there, it's a pretty good spot because you see two turns and that's a good spot for passing apparently. The problem is when you're on these bleachers, there's probably a total between rows, there's what, maybe a foot and a half? There's no room. So between where the, like my seat ends to the seat in front of me is probably about a foot and a half. And when you sit down, there's no space to get by. Like there's, you have to stand up, even standing up, like turning sideways, people can't really walk by you. So I think within a minute of sitting down, I got kneed four or five times. And I'm just like, <laughs> one was really hard to, and the guy was so apologetic. And I was just like, fuck. So it's like a bad way to start. Then you like the race starts. Nobody passed anybody, basically the entire race. I, and I was just like, yeah, I did. There was t- two passes, I think. Okay. In the top three, I mean. Not the top, the top three, three were, but same for the rest of the race. Like, yeah, there was Max a lot of passes. The, Max led the entire race. Alonzo was number two and Hamilton was number three, basically the entire race. No. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. So maybe people pass in the, like, the non-important spots, but like I didn't really care for that. Um, and then just like getting on the island wasn't that bad. Getting off the island is an absolute joke. Like For an event that brings in hundreds of millions of dollars, you would think they'd have a better system for that. Okay, you know when you have a good time that you like forget about the bad because you're like having such a good yeah. weekend? Like, Overall, weekend was like 10 out of 10. 10 had a great 10. weekend. But rethinking about us leaving and me, I had to had go to the to bathroom pee, yeah. so bad. And I was just, I'm like, I'm going to die. Like, this is where I died. Like, that's what I was going through my head. I was like, I don't think I can walk anymore. Like, leave me here. Like, that's where my brain was going. Yeah. Like, but for, I forgot about that because the overall the weekend was just so much and, fun. And it was okay because the best party we went to was once we got back on the island. Like, we. But I was disgusting. Everyone's sitting there and like. All this like top notch designer clothes, and me and you, okay, like we didn't look great. Like we were also like gross, sweaty. Like yeah, we just walked six kilo- seven <laughs> kilometers. Like we're just disgusting. We get here, everyone's like top notch, just like ready to party. Yeah, like we're just really like nice the ugliest people that we like. Yeah, we I've never really been uglier. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, but overall, ten out of ten would go to Montreal again for that weekend. Would not go to the race though. It's my second time, so you know what? Maybe yeah. yeah. That's why, and I said, if I ever go to a F1 event, it'll have to be like, and this sounds so like fucking princey or whatever, but like I would have to be in a VIP section. Pretentious. Yeah, I just straight up for a sport I don't enjoy that much. Like if it's if we're talking NFL, yeah, I would have I would have made the best out of it, and I would have enjoyed sitting in bleachers like that, or maybe a hockey game. But to watch F1, where a sport I just don't care about. You know, you can't even really enjoy the whole race because you can only see one small section. You know what? F1 is definitely a race that I think that's better on TV, but just even the vibes like i would definitely go again i've been to montreal twice now i'd love to go to see like another race like somewhere else but i enjoy it yeah it was uh the vibes are just so good everyone's so happy so yeah that's it yeah um okay this week you had you had some birthdays this week i had becca and vicky birthdays 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 thursday becca who's who's your third birthday maddie my cousin oh yeah maddie was on friday and then vicky was yesterday Ah, and then Shania and Shania yeah I've just had such a busy week like I'm like ready to just be in a cocoon okay highlight of the week um the boat was really fun dinner like with Becca was really really good and then on Maddie's birthday uh we surprised her so she had no clue that we were coming and we went to Lula Lounge where's that it's on like Dundas it's like a salsa bar okay demographics funniest thing you'll ever see in your life because it's just like completely random oh it's just like middle-aged and like they're like good dancers meanwhile like we're in like the middle like just joking around like dancing like trying to like be stupid and like people are next to us like like fully twirling and like actually dancing we love that though but it was fine good i'd good. definitely go back like i think it was a 
it was an experience okay okay shania unbelievable okay she definitely lip sync you could tell which is fine well, which I, is fine see, but i hate i hate when it's noticeable that you can tell like that well like i don't know if it's because like, i could tell because like i feel like you've put it in my brain how i can tell now so now i'm like actually looking out for it and like julian was like no no she isn't she isn't she's a queen i'm like Okay, you can fully like some songs she isn't, some songs she is. I'm like, you're lying on the floor. You're not singing. Like, yeah. how old are you now? Like, you're not singing on lying on the floor. Like, it's just okay, whatever. But unbelievable. I don't care what TikTok says. I had a great time. I was like tearing up listening. Do you know what? I'm. It was I, really I good. I saw all the reviews on like TikTok, even online. A lot of the reviews said it's like the most overrated concert of the year. No. All the videos I saw from people sharing in Toronto looked unbelievable. I had such a good time. Oh my god! And we got so lucky. We literally ended up buying tickets. Okay, so we went to Locals in Liberty and Victor and Julian. Local. Local. Yeah. Lo local, e whatever. Yeah, local eatery. Julian and Victor had a bet being like, what's the most served beer on the menu except for their house, like whatever their house one was. So Julian obviously won the bet. If he won the bet, I got to go to Shania. Oh, that's a good bet. Yeah. So then we ended up going at like 9.25. Some guy gave us like two tickets. We bought them like for really cheap. 200 third row center i was like what the hell like, we were basically perfect. touching her like it was like the best seats ever never been happier because at first i was like oh i'll just like pay for lawn no no, no. never so been happier Bud stage is one of those things where the difference between 200 levels and lawns is so like close like lawns for yesterday were probably 150 bucks 200 bucks maybe depending on like fees and whatever, you could sit in the 200 level, really good seats for 200 bucks or 250. For the same price. And it's yeah, like, it's like, it's such a marginal I difference. I pay for like most of the time, I'm like, oh, I want to go out like on the lawn because then you have more room, you can enjoy whatever. So happy we had the seats. So happy where we were sitting. So close. Lawns are good when you're like, when you're a massive group of people. Like if you're yeah. going for a birthday, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great to have lawns. But anytime you're going for like, for the artist you want to be in seats. yeah yeah oh my god it was but it was really good really happy i went how was your week my week was hell but it's ricky okay. was miserable and this is actually the first time we're talking in a week because he was so miserable and he wouldn't answer me i pulled my hamstring on tuesday <laughs> and i've been in a very bad mood all week very bad mood so i'm trying to limit my social interactions outside of work and if you're ever in a really bad mood and you know you're in a really bad mood for whatever reason and I'm very self-aware that I'm miserable this week. So I'm trying to just limit my conversations with people outside of work because I know I'm, I know I'm an asshole right now. I know I'm not in a good mood. I'm not happy. So Danny keeps trying to call me. She's like, why did you pick up? I'm like, Danny, I just don't want to talk. I was like, I'm going to see you like on the weekend. We're going to have a podcast. We can catch up. I'll save all my social battery for this one hour that we're going to talk. And that's it. And I'll be in a good mood for this one hour. <laughs> outside of that, it's like, like, do not fucking talk to me. Because I know you're in a bad mood. It makes me want to bug you more. So I feel like I'm calling you more. No, you're calling me on par with how you normally call me. Yeah, I know, but I feel you know, like... every other morning yeah, on the way you know, to work. Like, I know you're miserable, so like I should just like not call you, but because I know you're miserable, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to tell you all these stupid stories for no reason. They're not, actually, yeah, they're not good they're not stories. Important. It's like when my ex would do shit. Like, you're in a bad mood. I need to cheer you. So like, you. First off, you don't. You don't. That's not your job to cheer me up. It's like, I'm miserable. As soon as my leg is healed, I will be back to normal, happy me. But until this moment, just everybody stay out of my way because you're going to get caught in like friendly fire. I've even told my dad and me, me and Frank. We're all, so Elaine's on holidays right now, so I don't have to worry about her. Frank 
there's I've been staying at their house a little bit later because they've been renoing my condo because the plumbing and that's another side side story. <laughs> I just can't catch a fucking break this week. Uh, and Frank one day he gets home. He asked me a stupid question. I was like, Dad, I love you, but I'm in a really bad mood. So please don't ask me stupid. You know what, Frank? Just please don't talk to me unless it's work related. Don't talk to me. You're for not the next being a good days. friend. You're see, not being a good pal. See, time out. I think that's wrong. <laughs> I'm being actually, I'm, if anything, I'm being a better pal because I know I'm an asshole. So instead of me getting mad at you, I'd just rather not talk to you, which is very fair. I'm allowed to be a bad, I'm allowed to be an angry person. I'm allowed to put myself first. Whatever. I have no comment. Yeah, I'm allowed, I'm a, people are allowed to, if you're in a mood where you don't want to talk to me, you don't need to talk to people. And if you really needed something from me, I would be there for you. But to tell me how Kia thinks you sold his cell, you stole his cell phone, and that's the story that you have to tell me is so irrelevant in the big picture. Oh, I got the craziest story for you. Kia thinks I stole a cell phone. Kia, I hope you're listening because guess what? I stole your cell phone. Yeah. And we're recording and, the podcast with your cell phone. Yeah, she's joking. Anyways, but uh, yeah, so I've been in a bad mood. I didn't do fuck all this week. Uh, the only bright side about being this miserable is I haven't drank this week. I love my friends and it was all like my really close friends' birthdays, but like I'm so happy they're over because I'm so tired. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go three weeks without a drink by the time this Iron Man's done. That's nice. In the heart of summer, that's very impressive. That's very impressive. So the problem. I think is I'm gonna take a break now. I've been eating <laughs> so much shit lately. I've just ate the past. I've gained eight pounds in five days. So because Ricky was so miserable, I decided to send him cookies last night to be a good friend. <laughs> He's like, "Can you send me a salad?" Yeah, she said. <laughs> and again. I've just eaten the last five <laughs> days. I haven't done any physical activity. I like tried to work out yesterday. Didn't go that well. I ended up just stretching and doing bullshit. And then Danny's like, do anything arrive at your door? And I'm just like, if it's fucking like popcorn or junk food, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I open up, it's cookies. And I'm like, Danny, I love you. Thank you. But like, you didn't need to. She's like, I just want to cheer you up. And I literally almost responded, like, <laughs> send me a fucking salad. Send me a couple ice packs. Send me like rub five three five or something. Don't send me cookies. Then I'm just gonna. And everybody who knows me knows that when I'm bored, I just eat and I can't stop eating. Like I just I overeat <laughs> until I feel sick. So I'm sitting there eating these cookies, middle of stretching. I, I literally stop my stretching to go to the ground. <laughs> then I start eating. I'm like fuck. I, sh I need to finish these stretches so I feel better tomorrow. And I stopped the stretching because I was eating. <laughs> there goes my day. Anyways, that's a good recap. This is probably a fucking 15 minute recap here. Um. Were you there the episode with Jesse and Devin? I actually wasn't there, but here um, Good episode. Jesse and Devin. If you're from Toronto, I feel like you kind of just know these people. If you're from like the King West area, um, you definitely know him. Jesse Palno, uh, Devin Hamilton. Jesse is an artist. Uh, does some very cool artwork. I don't even know how you would describe his art. I guess he uses old school images with very bright, fancy colors. And it's almost like a graffiti mixed with portrait style art i don't even know how you would describe it to be honest it's really cool though yeah it's it's good shit and he started a couple of years ago and he's doing really well for himself now Devin is a good buddy of ours he's in the fashion industry the pals hats yeah he actually did these hats um yeah, <laughs> wait, wait ricky buzzed his head <laughs> right, i shaved my head too heads up <laughs> that's how miserable i've been this week couldn't look at my face anymore so i shaved my head uh fun fact so uh yeah devin did our hats uh they they're coming in actually i think they might be in i've just haven't talked to devin in the last day or two because i've been miserable um but yeah devin is into fashion does a lot of cool things honestly just listen to the episode we had a good time and honestly i think that's it that's it
LFG. <laughs> There's no editing on the podcast. Oh, really? Unless you like, unless you say something offside and I have to edit, I will. Really? But there's no editing. <laughs> so like, don't say anything stupid. I mean, well, what's okay. stupid? <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Man, you know what's good when you actually have like some of the boys on the pod? It's, it's like so much more fun because we can chat whatever we want. But then I know you guys also have cool stories, so it's good. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah. also the background behind this episode was funny because we booked this drinking at locals. We did. Do you yes. guys remember that? Yeah. That's right. I messaged you today. I was like, bro, do you even remember that we have this? Because you didn't accept the invite. No, 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 no. I was just, I, I wasn't checking anything. And then I finally ran in and I was like, got the DM and another account. And I was like, all right, let's. Let, let's fire let's this. I, totally I was forgot. supposed to be last week. <laughs> I know. Did you hear about how he bailed? No, no I was no, supposed no. to be last week. Um, but yeah, I guess. Here's where you choose your words wisely. <laughs> I just got extremely messed up. And Ricky texted me, I think, in the morning. And then. Uh, I was like, bro, are we good for today? And then my ex no showed, response. Yeah, and then right. my ex showed up at my door, basically messaged him saying, hey, uh, he won't be showing up anytime soon. <laughs> but we still had a good day, Blink 182. We did. We did. I, I mean, I still made it through. We did. And I, we had a fun night. We had a great. We had a great night. That, that was a good concert. Great concert. Did you go, Blink 182? No, no, didn't get to make it out there. No? No. He was. You were at the bar. I was at uh, Mademoiselle. Oh, one year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't go. Yeah, was, it was about yeah, yeah. Anyways, let, let's jump into yeah. this. I guess I don't even know where we're going to start. We're going to do both of it because, I, Dev, I kind of know your story already. So we'll start with Jesse because I don't know your story yet. Awesome. And for those listening, both these guys are kind of like self-made entrepreneurs, both in the creative space, Jesse more on the art side, Devin more on the fashion side. Uh, so it's actually worked out perfectly that your episode didn't happen because now I get you here too. Yeah. And this is like a... I guess an arts episode, an entrepreneurial arts episode. Kind of cool. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. How'd you start? Long story. Well, we got time. <laughs> short, 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 but long. We got time. <laughs> um, pretty much kind of started off doing the whole uh, car scene. So I was in automotive sales over at Porsche on Parliament Street down here. We all got laid off the pandemic, which was obviously everyone kind of went through a crazy time, crazy yeah. period. Um, and then from there... Waiting to get a call back, so made a trip out to my parents' house. Was super bored. Went Wait, where's home for you? Burlington. The Burlington. Yeah, good old good old B town. Shout out to Burlington. Anyone there who? Yeah. <laughs> One of my exes lived in Burlington, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll tell I you. Got, I got. I got. Tell you offline. I got you there too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so pretty much. Went back home, ordered a bunch of canvases from Michaels, and like I have no art background experience at all. So I was just like super bored and just was like. So did you just like see a piece of art on TikTok? You're like, I I can do that. I mean, to start off, like Alec Monopoly kind of always gravitated towards me. Like I think everyone kind of knows who Alec Monopoly is, right? Um, For those who don't know, New York City artist, pretty big in Miami Miami now. He's in Miami too now, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, like DJs and shit too. Yeah, he's more on like the DJ side of stuff now. But what's really cool with him is he's got like uh, everything's pre-sold on his stuff, so it's he doesn't even sell anything. All the galleries own it right before when he makes it. So. Um, but yeah, back to uh, kind of the start. So I ordered all these canvases, started kind of making some stuff. And I remember had some people jump out and say, oh, like how much, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, 75 bucks, right? Like something just, you know, whatever. <laughs> and and then, uh, yeah, so pretty much from there, um, just started to keep selling things super, you know, minuscule at first. And then started getting really big when the Nelk Boys reached out. And that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's, that's like a big break for you. Yeah, I was like one in a lifetime opportunity, Kyle. Um, it was like on a Thursday, like two years ago, August, um, getting out of the shower. And I see verified Kyle pop up on my on my Instagram. And I'm like, no way, right? 
So I check it and he sends me a voice note and he's like, oh, like we're going to fly you out. We need a piece done for this Thursday for Steve's birthday. Um, is this something you can do? And at the time I was kind of just transitioning into, you know, getting my art kind of going. So I was like, all right, we're going to do this one big piece. If all goes well, I'll probably be able to take this full time. Right. So flew out to Miami. There was a massive like painting came late, whatever. It's still got there it's hanging up in his penthouse right now which is super cool but uh yeah Wait, you didn't fly with your own painting no no i i shipped it dhl dhl you you <laughs> bro it just came late you just said it how are you giving them a shout out right now yeah, they were late no, no, they, no, were they were late, late. On arrival. they were late so why are you giving so them a shout out i'm not i'm not i'm saying what i'm saying you guys owe me money <laughs> no man how did you not fly your own painting out because it's glass resin so i had to build a crate and all my art it gets crated I don't okay, want any damage getting to it, right? So you see Jesse carrying it on the plane, <laughs> just trying yeah, to bring it. It's a sixty by sixty on carry piece. On. It's massive. It's like five feet by five oh, yeah. feet. Sixty right? by sixty is big. <laughs> it's pretty big, right? Yeah, but I'd be like on the plane, like checking into like the like the nice area with all the delicate goods, and I'd be on that same fucking plane. Nah, nah, nah. All right, I didn't do it. I didn't do it like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, maybe should have. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I should have. Yeah, because it just it came late. It was like a big like big thing anyways got to meet everybody and and the painting arrived safe and sound which was great so then, like the rest is kind of history from there the rest is kind of history although when i came back they gave me a shout out which was nice was able to uh kind of go from there and ended up quitting my that's job. like a nice jo like jump start right like you got someone it was, like it was, insane. It, was it was anytime any one of these like massive social media creators share something i feel like you just blow up instantly it was pretty crazy. It was like 10K followers overnight yeah. after that like show. And then I was able to just kind of say, you know what, guys? Like, I'm done at Porsche and quit and went Later. full into it. Parents were a little iffy at first, but uh, you know, so they, they came always, around. They they came always, around. I, I, was always, I, I was waiting because the parent topic I want to talk about. Yeah, it's such a big one with parents. So we'll, we're going to hold on to parents. Okay, that's your start. Yeah. Dev, I know your story. And I actually find, I think it's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard about someone's career. <laughs> So you tell yours. Uh, yeah, tell yeah. it. Uh, yes, uh, I guess I'll just go all the way back to, to college, I guess. Uh, I went to school to be a cop. Um, I mean, I, I was even surprised I got even accepted to college because I was a straight D student. I wasn't really going anywhere. <laughs> um, but Police Foundation... Matt, he's not even trying to make himself sound smart here. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even like... I was not... I guess I, a part of it was I was an artist without knowing I was. So in high school, I kind of failed everything because of how our system and how our education system works. Like I just failed everything, right? What about I, art? Uh, I didn't take art. Nice. <laughs> I, I didn't take art or fashion or anything in high school, right? Cause I mean, even I'm sure when you went to school, it was like, you know, your parents were, were you know, kind of just told you, you know, you take this, this and this to get into college. And like yeah. their guidance counselor didn't, half of them didn't really know any, anything. Like they were just putting you in whatever. They're right? just checking off boxes. I, it, I got it, lucky. It, I went to it, private school. It, so I'm like, a little well, bit more I guess, fortunate here. well, yeah, definitely not. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, I got accepted to police foundations at Algonquin college. Uh, I did that for about a year and a half. And then I was in my last semester and I was like, what the hell am I doing? I was like, I can't imagine be, Devin as I, a cop right now. Bro, I can't. I, I, I have can't, no words yeah. for that. Yeah, I, I, I honestly can't say it on the spot. No, <laughs> no, no. And then, um, so I be, and then I, I dropped out um, in my last semester, and then I applied for for business entrepreneurship, uh, and then I went the next setting next September. I started that, and then they handed out the textbooks, and I opened the textbook, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I can do this either. So then I dropped out of that. <laughs> after the Man's o for two right now. <laughs> so I dropped out of that. Um, and then I just became a bartender for about two years, uh, which just led to 
just a lot of partying and, 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 you know, just kind of ruining, ruining myself. You for forgot the soccer career yeah, during yeah, all the, this too. Yeah. And during the, yeah, the soccer career, everything like you were playing soccer, playing soccer. And then, you in know, good shape, good shape, you know, went to the gym all the time and then dropped out of school, became a bartender, thought I was living the dream. Uh, but then, yeah, you realize you wake up one morning and you're not living the dream and it's maybe time to come home. So, uh, I, I came, ended up coming back home. Um, and my mom was basically like, you can't live in this house unless you have a job. So which I, is fair. yeah, which is completely fair. So then I, I applied to be uh, a Zamboni driver for the town of Innisfil. Oh, bro, you missed that part in the first time <laughs> I heard the story. Oh yeah. You were going to be a Zamboni driver. <laughs> I was. For the, the town of Innisfil, I did. I cut grass for uh, a year and a half and drove Zamboni in the winter. It's um, incredible. It was pretty dope. <laughs> Could you picture tatted up? This is you were tatted up at this point. No, so. no, no, no. I had, one, I had one sleeve. Face. I had one okay. sleeve. <laughs> I was like, you know, when like you don't know how to dip into the tattoo world yet, but you're like, I'm gonna get a sleeve just to make yourself feel a little edgy. <laughs> that was wow. me. So I had a sleeve with the, when uh, I was driving Zambonis, and then. Basically, my mom again was like, "This is not what I had a son for," and I was happy, full pension, <laughs> like you know, making thirty, forty grand a year. Like it was, it was good, right? I was, I was really, really happy. And then again, my mom said, "No, this isn't, this isn't what you're doing." So she actually found out you can go to school for fashion. I didn't even know you could. So then she enrolled me in fashion, and uh, I, I went into my first class, and there was like fifty sewing machines, and I've never sewed in my life. <laughs> Wait, how many men versus women were in the class? There was there was three guys. Uh, I was one of the three, and two of them were, were gay. So I was the only straight one in the class. Everyone, they're all other other ones were females, and it, it was great, right? I mean, none of them were attractive, but it was. <laughs> that's surprising though, because it's fashion. It, it, yeah, yeah, but that's what I would have thought. It's right? but the thing is, you got to think too. It's it's like the edgy kind of weird. Like you know, you get like the really, really edgy people okay. in the program. Like my uh, my high school He's girl choice with his yeah, words. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my high school girlfriend went to uh, FIT in New York, Fashion oh. Institute of Technology. That's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't smart enough. To she do that. was good. She was like super talented, and I think she ended up like working in like a like a little basement sweatshop for like five years. No, that's ba literally after mine. I went to West Forty Nine and was working like. Uh, 80 90 hours a week for 40 grand just sweating in the back headquarters just quality inspection manager just looking at clothes and measuring stuff and my uh my supervisor was this old asian lady that's from china and she worked in a factory for like 20 years and she would actually she was my like basically my mentor she'd make me come in she'd blindfold me and like made me test fabrics and i was there for six months just like working 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 and then she just came in one day and she's like it's time for you to leave and she taught me everything she knew and I was like, get out of here. And she's like, get out of here. And then I worked for Collar Clothing right before the pandemic. It's a good manager, though. Oh, she's man. Potential. Absolutely it is amazing. Nice. She's, I, I still see her all the time. Like, she would come in. I remember one time I had sunburn like all over my shoulders. And she came in and she like ripped a piece of her aloe plant off. And she was like rubbing it on my back and work. <laughs> and she couldn't really speak English. So like our one trade-off was she would teach me as long as I proofread her emails. Because she couldn't oh, that's speak English. Nice. So like, that's what I would do. I would proofread her emails. And then she would teach me fashion. And like everything that I have now all the like the different skills that I have, you can't learn here. So like, I think that's what kind of set me off differently in the fashion industry compared to a lot of people, which kind of like pushed my career to you know where it is now. It's funny you say that because especially in the creative space, a lot of the things that you learn in school can't be applied in the real world. No. Are you saying but like a lot of like the big musicians, okay, yeah, they learned a lot of their like musical background when they were growing up as kids, but 
It's not like, oh, I was influenced by this class. It's like, I remember listening to this artist, like Ray Charles, or I remember listening to Michael Jackson or whoever it was, and that's how they got their sound, and that's how they got their... It's, it's usually what happens, right? right? That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's typically... It's just funny, because in some, in, some, in some professions, you need, the, you need an education, right? Like, like lawyer, doctor, engineer, like no questions asked. But in the creative space specifically, or like even like marketing, for example. You just got to do it. Yeah. You just, just got to like do it and kind of like figure out your own voice as as you're going along what makes you different right like, or like, like the school of youtube like, right like, yeah exactly exactly i tell anyone that like you know kind of reached out my dm saying like you know how did you you know how did you get here like did you go to school for this and that the stuff i learned in school i think i've used once like i don't i don't really use it on a daily basis i even reached out to seneca and sent them a massive email offering to teach for free because i didn't like the way that they taught the program because it wasn't how our current space is and they never got back to me. So Seneca, you guys never got back to me. So fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but even you, Jesse, like, I'm sure, like, how, how'd you learn? Like, you obviously were a creative person or you had a creative mind. But did you learn from watching YouTube videos? Did you just start, practice, like, trial by error or no? Trial by error. Yeah, trial by error. Absolutely. That was kind of my thing. Just throw How many fucking canvases did you go through? <laughs> yeah, that's my man's got a graveyard of canvases <laughs> behind his parents' backyard. <laughs> on, the, on the business side of things, we'll just say I was in the negatives for, like, the first year. Like it was, it was. My man's just out here. Like I bought his first. But you know what? I bought his first three pieces. Like some of his first yeah, I got, three yeah, pieces, that's, bro. That's actually pretty crazy. That's how we so came in contact. I remember, like, so the majority of the connections that I have here are actually from Devin in the city here. And Devin was actually the first person that I met in the city, first client that I ever had that actually came in and was like, "Hey, how much for three pieces?" Told him the price. He was like, "Done." And I remember being like, "Oh, this guy just pulled up in a Benz, grabbed three pieces." I was super, Benz. I was super <laughs> stoked. You know, somebody that was you know more elevated in in the career space than I was, um, you know, just financially. And I was super excited. I'm like, "All right, me and this guy are going to be good friends." You know, I'm going to try to learn as much as I can from Devin. And you know, especially with like the business aspect of things, I think that definitely was. Uh, and then you yeah. got to know him, you're like, fuck, I picked the worst guy. Bad mentor. Fuck. We've been still in the negative. We've been going differences yeah, yeah. now. It's not Michael's that's in the negative. It's Marvel it's and crazy, though, Mademoiselle. It's oh, honestly, because of how fast I've grown, it's 100% marketing and connection based. Oh, big Especially time. in the arts. So for those who are listening and thinking about getting into the arts, you need to be present everywhere. And when I mean everywhere, I'm talking everywhere. And you know, I don't even think it's just for the arts in general. I think in almost any profession you're in, it, you have to market yourself. Like mm -hmm. if, if me and you are applying for the same job in marketing at MLSC and our resumes are very similar with the same school, we have roughly the same experience. Who are they going to take? The person that's marketing themselves properly, whose resume looked really nice, who has more followers on social media, who's active on LinkedIn and do, does all, all these things. Just lie. Or <laughs> That's what I did. I lied. I told him I had five years experience. <laughs> Dev, I was waiting for you to get to that in your story. So I was like, I <laughs> well, we can't say just lie. Okay, no, 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 no. In some no. spaces, fake it till you make it I, does apply. Yeah, I, yeah. I said I had five years experience when I didn't and they never checked. Right. And they hired me anyways. So. And it worked out. It, it worked out great. Sometimes you just got to feel it out. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, don't go out. I'm not saying go out and lie and like lie and get, get away no. with everything. But like sometimes when you're like trying to get that first like. But in the door, it can be pretty well, difficult. It, These was, it was, I pretty much maxed out my first credit card going all in for it. And yeah. it was like, I took a significant amount of money and said, I'm going to make a video. So I hired a professional photographer. We had a client that purchased a bunch of paintings, showed up to the house, hung, insta installed everything, made this beautiful, you know, uh, video. And then pretty much from there, posted it on social media, did the ad spend on Facebook and the, the Instagram space and then it kind of just blew up from there I feel like so. both of you guys have a lot of money in ad spend 
Yeah, it's it's like, like it, it, how'd you learn that, Dev? I know you you're probably trial by error, no? Uh, yeah, like the ad stuff. I got pretty fortunate. Like my partner at the time, um, like with the masks and stuff like that, he knew how to run ads. Yeah. So he did a lot of our ads. Like during the pandemic, I think we were spending about seventy five grand a day in ads, which is which yeah, was wild, which is that's what I, I was spending ten like cent masks or three grand a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, like you know, then. but that was in the pandemic. Well, man, like, I remember was, seeing yours. I remember yeah, seeing it the does work. Like it way back because like you're targeting. Men or women, people from Toronto between this age and this age, it's like it's just a numbers game. There's a you're bound to see it at some point, yeah. Yeah. especially because we have mutual friends, right? Absolutely, yeah. Like yeah. It's yeah. the way it works is you have to spend money to make money. hundred percent. And that's if you don't understand that concept, you're not going no. You're, you're, you're not going no. You're going to be there for quite a long time. And I think that's also why you know there's a lot of artists in the in the space that are very very talented at what they do, and just the marketing or the you know just the lack of getting out there is what doesn't work for a lot of people and i've been greatly fortunate enough to be able to figure that out so i think a big thing for both your spaces is like the people that don't jump fully into it no you, you have know, to be all people in. that yeah. in your spaces it's so competitive you can't if you do this as a side hustle it's all it's ever going to be is just side money it's never going to yeah. be yeah. you're going to sell to your family and your friends and you're going to get the odd person that buys it because they saw it at their friend's house or this but you're never going to sell like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of art or, or thousand dollars worth of clothes or millions whatever if you're not all in because there are so many other people doing it and they're all in and they're spending the money on the ads and they're fucking working this and they're faking it until you're making it and, and doing all these things. No, no. If you're not, if you're not doing it, you're not going to do it either. No, it's just the, the, the space is so saturated, right? And like you have to stand out in some, in some way. And like, that's why it's even hard. Like you see kids that are trying to do it now and it's even harder. Right, like you have to some Social way media somehow be super different, hard to bro. Grow on too, so and Instagram is like it used to be the best for for that stuff, and it's dead. Like Instagram is dead. TikTok is like where it's at now, and like I struggle with TikTok. I don't even have TikTok on my phone. Like you use TikTok, like I don't even know. I don't even understand how to use the thing. Right? Yeah, I, I got lucky. I got lucky with TikTok. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got very lucky. You had to get in kind of like stocks. You got to be there right at the yeah, beginning. You, and you then get, it's like the algorithm will push you no matter yeah, what. I right? got I got lucky with TikTok. And I don't know if I told this on the pod recently. I got lucky because one of my first viral videos was like very early on. And I used it because we used to have an app. I don't know if I, I was barely friends with you at the time, Devin, when I had my app. I think we just became friends when I, I shut down the, the Sunday app. Sunday church. Yeah, but just and met. then I like I shut down the app during when me and you became buddies. But I had this app, and then I basically was using my TikTok as like a thirst trap to gain more followers to try and convert them to downloads on the app. And I had maybe like 50, 60K followers maybe a year or two into the pandemic, maybe a year and a half. So it was still early pandemic, mid-pandemic, and I had a jump start. Then when we shut down the app, I was like, fuck it. I've, I basically have an eight-hour day that I have all this extra time. What am I going to do? I'm like, hey, let me try this TikTok thing. And I think over the course of 2022, I was making like two to three videos every single day. On some Saturdays where I had time, I'd make 12 to 15 TikToks and I'd just sit there in my drafts and I'd post them throughout the week. So I always had content ready to go. Do you find it yeah. better on TikTok to post more? Yeah, you have day, to. Right? TikTok is strictly, and for anyone who's listening, trying to grow on TikTok, TikTok is 100% quantity over quality. <clears throat> I know people that post like videos on Instagram that'll do like, 20, 30,000 views as a reel, they'll post on TikTok, it'll get a thousand. And then I know people the other way around, they'll post five TikToks a day, they'll all do 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, but they'll have that one that does 100K. Right, right. So and it's like, it's so just because you don't know what's going to go right. You don't mm. know what someone's going to catch in the background. For example, I did, I did something, I did a TikTok once and I was like playing with something in my hand and my, my thumb was bent like this. So I didn't know, but most people. <laughs> 
apparently can't bend yeah, your you thumb can't. at a ninety. No, I like a hitchhiker. So, so yeah, I didn't bro. know that, right? <laughs> so it was wait, it was in the it was in like the video. It wasn't I wasn't doing it purpose. I was like holding yeah. something, and the video did like three hundred k, and it's just was all it like just your thumb. No, so I'm talking to the camera. <laughs> just zoom and rate it on the thumb. No, so it's me. It's me talking to the camera. And I'm like holding like my water bottle. I'm like taking a sip, and like my thumb's bent backwards. It's something yeah. stupid. And, and the video, that, somebody saw it. Here. Someone commented. Then the next person commented. Someone's like, whoa, whoa, and it's just. 5,000 comments. Oh my God, your thumb's not supposed to bend like that. And the video did like <laughs> 200, 300,000 views. And I'm just like, that's wild. You know, or I have a video that I was going to just randomly post as a story because I thought it was stupid and it does a million. And you're just like, what, what did people yeah, but like? You're you also, aren't you known as, you're just like the single guy Ricky on Yeah, on but TikTok. even the ones that aren't single, like my thumb has nothing to do with being single. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like, it's a weird thumb. It's just people, a weird thumb thing. People yeah. caught on to it, right? So I sometimes guess. you get lucky, sometimes you don't. But uh, yeah, TikTok is the new thing right now, and it's like if you're not on. Wait, are you, actually, are you on it? No, because I know you're not. No, you're I'm not, not really on it. I'm you not. No, I tried. No. I tried to get on the TikTok space, but it's. I don't know. I, I just. Keep I up. see. I, honestly, I live a very, very busy life, so it's. It, you know, painting is very tedious, right? It's, oh, 100 percent. But why don't you just set up a camera? I mean, yeah, you definitely here's could, the thing with that, and then outsource all your editing. So I do a lot of things. <laughs> that I don't want to see people seeing, like in in terms of my style. Like, there's things I like okay, to hide my the way that I do things. But even if I you know. just like set it up and just took like like pieces of it, like little like yeah. little snippets, right? I try. Like, I, I guess so I feel like your content, your art, would do TikTok. really well on TikTok. Yeah, it's like these hearts and like shout even out to if Anthony you Richardi. just did like something where you just shout threw out to it. Anthony, absolutely. Yeah. But these hearts, like they do really well on Instagram and TikTok because like they're just like colorful and nice. Yeah. Like, actually, yeah. not as well on TikTok anymore because we don't have any ad spend, but. These hearts like just look really well on TikTok, and that's like a lot of your. I wish you brought some art. We didn't even think about it. Well, no, I actually told you to bring some last yeah, time. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I think I did. I only really have like pieces that are like seventy-two by seventy-two feet, or seventy-two by seventy-two. Yeah, be kind of hard to like it. That's here. a big piece. That's a big piece. Yeah, so like my whole like. So we'll just like post the picture like right there. It's like that's right? the, that's what the art looks like. <laughs> we'll like, we'll dude, edit it in. I had one yeah. piece in my house. Like I thought it was the right way up the whole time, and he comes over. He goes, "Bro, it's upside down." Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it was hanging upside down in my house for like two years, just sitting there. Bro, what are you doing? People came over and they used to love it. It was like one of his first paintings. <laughs> like, well, that's Devin, the most classic Devin thing ever. Right? Devin was probably just rearranging the house one day and was just like, this, this is not Yeah, right. I'm definitely a child. <laughs> I'm, I'm a child. I'm 12 years old. I remember I called him like, was it, I think we speak on the phone for like two hours a day. Yeah, it's Most days we'll just like, sometimes we're not even talking. We're I just thought like, you said you're so busy. Oh, I am. Yeah, but we're just <laughs> never, we're, never busy just, enough for Devin Hamilton. Ah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> we just sit on the phone for like two hours and. One but time the I, thing with me and Devin is like it's all like business. Yeah, it's we all business just call. Well, yeah, we'll talk and about we just, business most of the time. Yeah. We'll share just, ideas and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, or I'll let him know like I'm having a, like a really ice cold cup of Kool Aid, and yeah. it's like my favorite. And he always, it's my favorite thing. He's always one upping the food. That I that I eat. <laughs> so if I say I'm going to make a, for example, grilled cheese sandwich the other day, it's because you know, I'm, I'm using what was it. Oh, I did prosciutto with truffle prosciutto, oil, truffle a little bit of oil. cheese. And I'm like, bro, I'm and here with two wonder bread bun. slabs and some crack <laughs> Get out of here, Devin. Get out of That's here. That's my move. Oh, That's my move. It's the food. <laughs> Get out of here. We know it's the food, I, my I, guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It is. No, so I want to get back okay. to this. So you're not on, you don't use TikTok at all to promote your brand. No, not at all. Because you are your brand, right? Like Devin, Just, you're a little different because you have a, like, you have a bunch of different brands that you work with, but your main bread and butter is you. It's me, my name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're, you don't, it's, is it because you don't have the time? You don't see the value? I don't it? understand the space and I don't, to be honest, I really don't have the time to sit there and edit the videos. Like if I hired someone to maybe sit there and edit the videos, but then that's something I have to look at budgeting or, or whatever, right? So um 
for the most part, it's really I don't understand the space. Yeah. And I just, I've always been an Instagram guy, and it's very simple. Just upload whatever. Man, and I love Instagram. I love Instagram. I, love, I, love Instagram. Yeah. I hate that. I, I hate that I'm like cool on TikTok. Like I have like all these followers, and I'm not cool on Instagram because I would much rather have 200,000 followers on Instagram. 100%. Than it's like have, a status thing. Yeah. It's just for me, I enjoy Instagram. <laughs> like I, like I, even, I talk yeah. to people. I make friends on Instagram. Like I... That's like, what I'm saying. I have, I have full conversations in my DMs with like my friends and, and everything. Yeah. It's the I send people memes. Hub I send sure. people memes all the time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever sent someone a meme on on TikTok. Like I'll find a cool video on TikTok, copy it, and send it to someone on Instagram. Yeah. No, and no, like no. in yeah, the DMs. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, oh, share it and be yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, no, 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 100%. Yeah. I definitely, TikTok for me, like, yeah, Instagram is just like a, so much more social. It's like, dangerous. You know what I mean? Though. It is dangerous it's too. Dangerous. That's the reason I've downloaded it's TikTok. Uncensored, see, and it's also it's like once you start watching something, it picks up what you like so fast, oh, and then you're stuck so, there going, "I'm gonna look at a couple videos." Next thing you know, three hours later, you're in some like, bro. Even their ads are so good. Sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> I'll see an ad, I'm like, I don't think I like that ad, but I'm not gonna not interest it because I was like, it obviously showed me that ad for a reason. Right. So I'll watch it. Okay, next ad. Next ad. Next, you know, it's like a day later. I see that same ad. I was like. No, maybe I do kind of like that. <laughs> and you next, thing you know, it. three days later, I fucking like it. All right, thanks TikTok. <laughs> right? Thanks for showing me what I didn't even know I liked. It yeah, pushes it in front of you and says you're gonna like this whether you, you like it or I not. I buy off Instagram just because like I get hit with those ads and I'm like, yeah, this crazy. is so dumb, but I yeah. feel like I need it. So <laughs> did you ever see? Did you ever see the series I did with my mom? I was like, shit, my mom bought on Amazon. <laughs> yes, that's and so just, funny. Like, the most random shit. No ever. way. It's ever. so funny, man. I watch those ones with your mom man, all crazy. the time. That's crazy. See, I just put, picked up the hat. So let's talk about this, Dev. Great job. So for those Thank watching you. on YouTube, Dev designed our new pals hats. Yes. Um, I've been wanting to do merch for a while. When me and Georgie were together, it was, it's a little different because you have a partner and. You know, you, we split costs and we did everything. Now that it's kind of just me and Danny helps out here and there, I don't have to ask. I just be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, you're going to do it. And yeah. I'm not selling them. I've decided I'm not going to sell them. It's going to be strictly for either guests or like actual people who listen. Because mm -hmm. it'll be fun. You know, you come on the podcast here, guys. I like, appreciate you coming on. We can like write Here's the date on it or something. Yeah, you can get them even like sign the bottom. Yeah, or, you can do or whatever, something. Whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, the hats are. They came uh, out great. Yeah, they came out really good. The hats have been selling like like hotcakes for us. Like the the great great fit. Um, you know, a lot of our clients are loving those hats and we just changed I know them I up. see your, I see the ads for, what's it? Love sick. Love sick. Yeah. Love sick. I like see crazy. the ads for that. Like I remember you wearing that. I was like, Oh cool. Like, yeah, yeah. like I literally just I designed it. I, I was like, talking, I was talking about just like literally walking down the street. Like, yo, we see them like everywhere, everywhere, everywhere now, everywhere. even like, so your hat, even like, um, like even like vices, for example, they just did their hats and like their the vices one looked really the good. Vices ones turned Those out looked really good, really, really well. The They're, black V with the outline with the dot, with the dot, with the, yeah, the Tiffany that blue dot, really, yeah. it turned out, you know, really good. Um, I, there was a bunch of people at the fashion show on, on uh, Saturday wearing them. Yeah, those were really nice. Right? They turned out really, really good. And um, actually, culture you know Culture? It's a barbershop and, and tattoo shop. I think you told me about this. Though. Yeah, they're like a barbershop and tattoo shop all in one. It's actually really cool. It's like in poor credit. They just ordered some hats too. Like, it's really, really cool. They did Marble or Mademoiselle? Yeah, Mademoiselle is doing like some uh, like washed blue kind of like like they're, they're blue or whatever they're doing. They're just, I think they're like you said, they're just such an easy like like merch giveaway thing you give them to your employees or you give them to people that come on the podcast or and the, it's just a little thing that you want people to, if you have good merch and there's nothing worse than bad merch 100%. Like when i get kel and i hate i hate throwing them under the bus like the, the leafs the raptors <laughs> the raptors do a fantastic job with their merch uh -huh. like ovo night like or their the raptors playoff shirts look cool that people actually fucking wear them like on a normal day out 100%. i don't think i've ever worn a t-shirt that i got from a leaf game ever 
No, it's because they're, 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 they're terrible. But they're gilded. No. I'm and pretty sure they're like, gilded. It's not even about even the design. Like the Raptors take time and, and put effort into them. Like I think the Raptors are still gilded too. But it's like they've got special like OVO ones that you can't just buy. The Leafs yeah. are like it's so just like a the ones generic. They shoot out of a cannon that are like one game yeah. opportunity yeah. stuff. Once that like... thing hits the washing machine and comes <laughs> back out, it's a completely different size. <laughs> Do you remember like when Drake first came with the Raptors? Like those OVO shirts that they gave away at the games were selling for like two, three hundred bucks online. That's crazy. Oh yeah, it's nuts. That's crazy. OVO is just a completely different <laughs> ball game. Like, yeah. they're, they're an animal. But animal when brand. when you have like good merch, like people, I said I only wear now because in the winter I don't buy sweaters anymore. I only wear sweaters that people have like given me or like merch things. And I have like a rotation and it's just different brands. Like my buddies either own or I've won at a, give a golf tournament or something like that because good merch is so nice. It is. And that's what you want. And then it's like, oh, how do you know so-and-so? Yeah. No, and like no, these no, hats, exactly. again, anyone who wears this hat, someone's going to be like, oh, how do you know Ricky? Exactly. Right? right? That's the whole, that's the concept behind like our, mine and my partner's company with, with the merch was the merch here is just so bad that we do some high quantity with our factories, you know, overseas and stuff like that. And the quality overseas is just, it's just a lot better than it is here. It just always has been like that. Um, Why do you think that is? To be honest, I think it's just to do with just the way that the fabric's made, like all the resources and everything are mostly overseas already. Right. And then also here, the, the workforce that goes into it, like over there, as sad as it sounds, like they work a lot longer, they work harder, they can get the resources quicker. And like, there's just, they don't have to put in as much money as you would for them to do it here. Like to do everything here is just the cost is just, you know, insane. insane yeah. Right. So that's why I think overseas, everything is just, it's just better. You also have Europe too, right? Like Europe's right there and the quality in Europe is just, you know, off the charts. That's why all these designer brands, you know, get a lot of their stuff done in Europe, but those hats, exact same thing, right? Even the pricing that we can provide those hats compared to the pricing here. It's, oh, just, yeah. it, it's night it's night and day and the quality is the, the price i pay for this house like you're gonna get some like shit no name crappy brand <laughs> yeah, that like you're never gonna that's kind of where fit nice. that's where our companies come from now it's, it's we basically have worked out deals What's your company called again uh modus collective so cool. modus collective is just we also we do consulting for brands that need help with you know moving the brands to the next level that need guidance in the fashion industry you know marketing branding how fabrics work all that and then we recently just opened up modus collective blanks which is like our hats we do sweaters, we do joggers, we do t-shirts, oversized t-shirts, but it's not gilded. The quality is basically like fear of God fabrics, but we can offer it at the price that you would basically pay here for gilded. Or like Fruit of the Loom. Or, or, or Fruit of the Loom or whatever it is, right? So that's why it's basically started to really pop off because like you said, there's guys that are doing golfing tournaments that need 150 hats to give away or a jogger set like you were talking about maybe doing in the fall. Right, so now these things are oh, really. I'm definitely doing jogger set. Yeah, exactly. and it's like air, an airport fit. That's the goal. So like that <laughs> airport fit. Exactly right. So it's definitely really starting to move. The hats, I would say, is like the biggest, the biggest thing right now. Especially now, it's the season. Right? Exactly. Everyone just wants to throw on a good hat. But I'm really, I was, you know, your logo is a little different, like having the double embroidery type thing. Super sick. But it turned uh, out it, turned, it came so, out so slick. It turned out really well. Came Shout out, out to my my partner. Like he is the the graphic design genius behind everything i do more of like the technical side of things you're the I'm salesman the, man i'm the sales call spade a spade here <laughs> call spade a spade dev come on okay i'm the salesman and business development business development business development sound, sound a little bit fancier than salesman. business development <laughs> no but man it's it, it is it's like it's so important to have good merch now because 100%. again that represents your brand if you have some shit thing that no one's ever gonna wear so you might as well just throw the money away 
Yeah, no, give someone a gift card. Hey, here's ten dollar gift card. Go buy yourself something at no store. Yeah, no, exactly. Right, you don't like. You can tell when there's shitty merch oh, <laughs> right, yeah. right away. Big time. Right? Me and Jesse, we got to do some hats for you, man. We got to do some, 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 some Palo hats or something. Me and Jesse have been talking about doing like collabs now for a while. We're like, we got some stuff a, brewing. Yeah, we got some, we got some cool some stuff. Can we really talk about cool it? Stuff. Yeah, we can yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've, so let's hear it. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. just, we've just been, so I've been thinking about, <laughs> so I've been starting this kind of side thing where, um, you know, I've had a lot of people asking, you know, when I'm going to start designing again? When am I going to start sewing again? When am I going to start doing that stuff? So I came up with a brand called Daily Sinner because. So everyone knows I like to sin quite a few times. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You're not joking. <laughs> There's no fabrication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Call so, spade a spade. That's okay. It's okay. So we yeah. all have our vices. Calling it the the Daily Sinner. Um, and basically, I'm going to do a seven jacket series of the seven deadly sins. Each jacket will be one of the sins. And then Jesse's going to match, gonna match it, with, it a, with a painting. And kind of to match the collection. It's going to be one of one dated, signed, authenticity card. Everything. Everything. And, and we're just going to do a full gallery event where yeah. the jacket will be hung beside the painting and people can come in and look at it and you can purchase them together. They have to be sold together. Yeah. You can't purchase one of them. It's going to be super sick. And when yeah. do you guys think about doing this? We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. We were hoping Finding to make an event space too. We want to make sure it's the right kind of aesthetic too. Maybe like end of summer yeah. type deal. We want to make yeah. sure it's in the summer just because like we want to have like, you know, like a DJ, a little bar set up. Something you want it to be fun, fun too. Yeah, I wanted to, we want it to be fun, right? And then we we're going to do some like, maybe we'll do like a little live thing there where Jesse's painting live, right? Like something, something cool with like I that. I was even having, you know, an idea of just throwing up like a 100 by 100 you know, inch canvas and just having everyone kind of like grab a spray can and just do a and just tag, do a little just get involved, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, that'd, like, be, that'd cool. be cool, yeah. right? Because so, so Cause many people, a lot of people never, don't really yeah. understand. Like spray painting is different. It's like I use like yeah, pro cans, I guess you could say, which is they, like yeah, yeah, they're pretty, they're Canadian pretty cool stuff. Yeah, they're pretty cool <laughs> right, looking. So like I, I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm like, yo, just give me a spray can. I'll get in there right, and get it going. It's funny when you said you like got into during COVID. Me and my mom literally got into. I think every type of like TikTok art that came out during COVID, <laughs> me and my mom tried. It's insane. You know the one where it's like you throw paint on a canvas and you like work your way, like work oh, the canvas. Yeah. Like we the did that. Pork acrylic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did that with the hair, the blow dryer. We oh, did that. Yeah. We did like paint night <laughs> where you like download a, actually I did paint, Hold on. You oh, guys can talk. Oh, man. Yeah, no he, I, watch this guy. He's going to pull a canvas out of the back corner. You know, it's funny. I bought three canvases in COVID, and I told myself I was going to do acrylic pours. Those canvases are still sitting in my closet with How the plastic. How much dust, inch-wise? Oh, probably at least, <laughs> at least an inch of dust on those pieces of canvas. Right? I mean, I still look at them, and I want to do it, but it's a lot. It's a lot of work, like yeah. what you do. It's it not is, easy, No, it's not bro. easy. It's not easy. Look Stop. at that! Look what at that easel right there, buddy. <laughs> My mini easel. easel. During that. during COVID, like when nothing I also was open, just learned what that was called. I'm yeah, not an easel. Lie. <laughs> we uh, I actually had like paint nights here. We'd sit down. I'd bring that table right here. We'd download on YouTube the paint night thing and sit here and just paint. That's unreal. I must have just thrown them out. I, I feel like, like everyone... you did some productive things in COVID. I just Man, drank. I well, no. Dude, we, my thing was, I basically was good six days of the week, and then one day I would have like you know my vices. Your vices, yeah. Which, uh, but dirt, like this other six, I was working out every day, eating fairly healthy, like doing wholesome ass shit, going on hikes and walks. I and feel like yeah, a I did lot not of people leave. Did I, that for I a little bit. Collected darkness, like I did not see light. Yeah, me neither. See, I uh, so I this, went in a dark dark place in COVID. Yeah, well, man, uh, so me and yeah. my ex had just broken up like, or like we were like on a break at the start of COVID. I was in Vegas uh, for work, came back and that was like the two week quarantine, had to two, I'm like, this is a sign from God that I can't see you. Like, 
So yeah. I, I'm like, I came here. I'm like, I can't, I can't live here during. I mean, COVID. you did go to Vegas. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't because of that. no, that was a work trip. I was going on a trip. A work trip. Yeah, work trip. Okay. okay, that's good. So I can't live in this condo during COVID. So I moved back into my parents' house, and I would just come back down here once a week, just like make sure shit didn't break or nobody's robbed me and shit. Right. I mean, yeah. It was COVID. Who knew what was? Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Time. And we, I, I kid you not, we literally did. Me, my mom, my dad did anything and everything you could think of. Like That's crazy. We went, we did walk five hundred fucking walks a day. We did like TikTok things together. We painted together. We did a lot of painting. That's actually kind of nice though. Baked banana bread. We watched every Netflix show that you can think of that came out. We watched it within two days. Yeah. Because like me yeah, and my dad also worked together, right? So we'd set up like our our computers on the kitchen counter. We'd slide them over, have lunch, slide them back, finish working, so, and then yeah. boom, okay, it's five o'clock. I'm done my work, workout. I've eaten healthy. Okay, now what do we do for the next five hours before it's bedtime? Like, yeah, see? okay, let's yeah. work out again and let's go watch some more things, yeah. or let's let's try this painting thing. And my mom, she doesn't work. She was like really chilling, and she'd be like, "Oh, I saw this thing on TikTok. Let's try this today." Okay, I ordered it on Amazon. We were doing it the next day. That's crazy. Like I literally. was definitely not that no, active. I have I, a permanent indent in my bed from just how much I've been sitting there <laughs> for bro, three years. I just, <laughs> you know what I did? I got into like nice cocktail making and I would just like me and yeah, my buddies yeah, would, yeah. we would all go on like, uh, you know, like online poker. Yeah. And we would go on online poker and we would all play each other, but then we'd also have zoom open so we could all see each other. And then we would make like Manhattans and old fashions. And like, we would just get absolutely hammered playing online poker with each other. But it was kind of, kind of cool and fun because like you weren't you weren't going out you were just sitting how, how many how many like zoom parties did you guys like attend two oh, tons <laughs> i did not tons. do anything during the pandemic like, yeah, Jesse's like, like can we not talk about this can we not talk about <laughs> I was this two just years non-existent <laughs> just literally if you could picture just this pale frail kid sitting in bed <laughs> with a glowing screen Stop. on his face i swear that was me Stop. i'm not even kidding i didn't <laughs> Stop. I swear, just, bro. I know I that swear. song, um, whatever. Hello, darkness. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Jed's that theme song for, for the past three years. I swear. Yeah, but so I moved downtown during the pandemic. You must have got it a was rate. crazy. I, I got a too. wicked rate. Wicked I moved during rate. the pandemic too. To yeah. the city? No, well, yeah, just bef- just previous or yeah, like just, just before. Like it was like I think three weeks right before the first lockdown. So I was commuting from Burlington yeah. first, and I was also living the in like prices these were so condo, nice then. Man. Ice condos, oh, ice condos. Oh, oh. I lived there for your realtor I, screwed you. Yeah, yeah I man. Left, <laughs> you know what's crazy is like I, I mean, great place. I had two bed, two bath, beautiful corner yeah, unit. So there's like shootings on each element. So each there was floor. a guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't like, know. That's if we pretty can go rough. That, but uh, yeah, yeah, there was a guy like below that was just watching TV and just bullets riddled through his apartment, hit his dryer, his TV, and that's when I was like, you know what? Two months, take it. Like I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm, no, out. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. So I found my place, which I got an absolute steal on, which was awesome because everyone was leaving the city. So doesn't need to. Same thing. Yeah. I, got a, I got a two bedroom, two bath for. Dude, I think it was like twenty two hundred dollars or something at the time. Wow, yeah. like just wild. wild. And I moved my wild. best friend down. Like he used to live in Bradford, and I moved him downtown with me. I was like, yo, just come down. Like the price, like, the like, prices are so kind of with the right TikTok now. thing. It's like if you caught that wave of moving into into Toronto during the pandemic, you got a deal. Oh yeah, like now the prices, bro. <laughs> the prices crazy. are crazy. That's now. crazy. It's, it's wow. not, it's some actually, of the gas prices it was like sixty cents. 50 yeah, the, cents. Mind, remember when it jumped up to like two twelve? I know <laughs> they got us back for sure. Yeah, they, they, got, they, they got, made their money. They 
got they all made, that money they, back. But, but you're driving a fucking big gas guzzling truck right now. Now I am. Now I am. Before the my you still had the Benz. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're not putting. You're not putting in like '94. That, that, you're not no, putting in like '98. That black Benz was like it was, it was like '89. Yeah. No, it was like ninety bucks to fill it. I mean, it got stolen, but it was like ninety bucks to fill the thing. That's wild. <laughs> you should have seen the video of that thing getting stolen. It was like a, a musical. Like literally, the two guys and a girl like jumped out of this car, and it was just like tic tac toe, boom, car was started. Thing was out of the garage within forty five seconds. It was beautiful. I couldn't even get mad. Like, <laughs> like didn't, didn't they smash it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they like usually, I guess they put it in a crate and they send it to you know wherever wherever they're gonna sell it. Um, and I was actually at my house. It was like two a.m. I had a couple people over at my house. You know, we're having some drinks and stuff. I'm um, having some vices, and then basically my phone is ringing and it says peel police and i'm like playing through the whole night in my head like, I'm what like, did i do what I, the I, fuck? I, i'm like I done i'm like wrong. i was like peel police <laughs> like i wasn't even in peel like what, what's going on so i pick up the phone and they're like daddy dev and i'm like what and they're like daddy dev i'm like yeah they're like you're like license plate daddy dev and i'm like yeah they're like uh yeah you crashed your car in mississauga and i was like you got the wrong guy. Like, no, you, no, I didn't. I was like, someone must have taken my plates. I thought automatically someone took my plates and put them on another car, <laughs> right? So I'm just like, yo, no, like it's it's not my car. And they're like, sir, you know your car's you know wrapped around a pole, in Mississauga. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'll go downstairs right now and I'll t- take proof. So there's me like, you know, a little tipsy and stuff, like just getting out of my condo. I go downstairs and go to the parking garage and car's gone. And they wrap this thing around a pole in Mississauga. I was like, at least put it on a crate and sell it somewhere so someone can benefit. That was a nice car too. It was a nice car. It was gorgeous. And then when, um, like Peel Police, by the way, you guys got to figure your stuff out because their whole organization of like where the car was and lost and this and that. Like if I didn't like call to figure out where the car was, I would have never have gotten the car back because no one was calling me back. Anyways, like I fi- we ended up finding it and from one side, the car looked great. I was like, oh, it's not even that bad. <laughs> I was like, they can definitely fix this. <laughs> and then I go to the other side and I was like, like yeah, no. I was like, no, 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 this, this, Went this off. thing was a mess. And my insurance company tried to say like, oh yeah, we'll fix it. It's fine. And then the guys at Mercedes who were fixing it were like, this ain't getting fixed. Buddy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's crazy. There's so many cars getting stolen left, right and center. I don't think it's as bad anymore. It was bad during the pandemic. It was, it was really bad. I still think it's really bad. Like now it's like, I feel like the city got really bad in the last well, two Range years. Range Rovers are the easiest. Ra- Range Rovers lately, but like even yeah. like shootings and shit. I feel like every week we turn on the TV, there's a new you shooting. You hear about my building? Some new no. rappers. It was a, shot a shooting on my 22nd floor. I did hear about that. Brand yeah. new building, dude. Like it's a gorgeous building. And we were on lockdown for like the first three hours of the day. That's wild. Yeah, my, my, my ex called me and she's like, you know, are you okay? Like, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking. I slept through all the alarms, so I had no idea. What, I had no idea what happened, right? And I was like, "What the hell?" But yeah, there was. I walked outside. There was there was there was police officers everywhere. Even in the hallway, I opened my door because I live on the you know the ground floor. And I opened up, and there's like three cops sitting by the elevator. I'm like, "What is going on?" Dev's got to write a book one day, just like the right? random just like shit life stories. <laughs> just like. It's not even gonna. It's not even gonna have like a chapter by chapter. Each chapter is just a random story. <laughs> that's it. It's about my life. Just something just random. Something yeah, that's you, happened. You do have some some random some random shit. And I'm gonna ask this question now because I feel like this question is gonna take us a while to get through. But I want to ask each of you individually, like, what is one thing that you can, from your skill or your your trade, I guess, that you're really proud of that that you've done? Stress management. Oh, I wasn't expecting that at all. Why why is that? 
I was not owning your own company, having to deal with uh, commission pieces and the art space alone. Again, no disrespect to any of my clients or anything, but I feel like the art community is a very high stressed induced field. Um, just in terms of dealing with clients, it's you're dealing with people who have money that want to spend money. And if things aren't done in a certain way, it can be very stressful to okay. make sure you coordinate. Also, shipping art is completely different. So you have to create stuff. You have to get, you know, like everything is I think it's a lot of work to put FedEx a piece. will not take your art. Just Why? to let you know. Why? It's, uh, they won't. It's a liability. So anything over valued over $100 or something for art, they won't take. Because that That's was one of the things. That, yeah, because we that was one of the uh, we tried to do that with the Nelk Boy painting, and they wouldn't take it. We showed up to the facility; they were like, "Nope, we don't take it." Cause I feel it was like DHL is the best for. Not even that they were uh-huh. they weren't even going to take it. I had to lie and say it was some like screen thing. They weren't even going to take it because it was yeah, art. Yeah, you know what? I because feel like bro, fly it with you on the plane. You can't. I just wish it was a, that easy. Just get a PJ. I wish. And it was, just and just yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> okay, okay. I wish. I'm just saying. Slap a delicate sticker on it. Stop. You know those videos when they say they see just like people chucking it. I just see Jesse on the plane watching his like painting and chucking. <laughs> well, that's the beauty thing about um, you know. So again, it's I guess the medium that I use for my art is not very shippable. Like when you look at Anthony Riccardi, um, he does a lot of canvas work, so he can take the canvases off the frame and roll them up and then take them with him. But I use wood board or I use resin glass, so you can't fold or do any yeah, of that. Right? It's yeah, very solid. That's, so that's true. So yeah. what do you do now? Like how do you actually ship them? So I have a logistics team that we use and. Um, they're amazing. I basically call my guy and shout out Kane, you know, if you're See, watching. Good shout out. Thank oh, you. Shout right. out Kane. Um, and uh, GM Picture for those guys too. You guys are amazing. Um, basically anything I need, call, picked up same day, whenever they ship it. And they'll they figure take care it out. Of, they take care of it. Do you have insurance on these things? I do. Okay. Ob- yeah, I do. So anything. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. Sorry. I don't, I don't fucking know. know. I've never, with, um, never shipped again, paintings. I won't like. <laughs> When well, those are fucking five dollar pieces, like, but those yeah, are good like ones. I mean, anything that gets significant of significant value, start you, you want to make yeah. insurance, yeah, yeah, well, absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Dev, same question to you. What was the question? <laughs> What's something that you're like really proud of, of like of your skill or your trade that you've learned? Um, I think that was the question. I think that that was the question. Yeah. I'm just trying to think right now. I mean, I think in my in my field, um, I think everyone likes to claim that they're a fashion designer. Um, but they all just like just get stuff shipped over here and then they say they're a fashion designer or they put a graphic on something. What I do is like actual pattern drafting, actual sewing, which is something that not a lot of people can do. So I'm super proud of the fact that I can sit there and like when clothing comes in, if it doesn't fit you right, a lot of these guys will just be like, oh, uh, this doesn't fit right, can you change this? I can actually lay it down, open up the seams, take a piece of paper, draw a pattern and change it and send it back. And I think that's what kind of sets me off differently and sets off my company a lot differently because I'm able to change fits on the fly. And like a lot of these companies will spend, you know, they'll do 10 samples for one fit because they're constantly getting the, the fit wrong. I can, my, my clients will do maybe two samples max. Cause once it comes in, if we got to adjust something, I can do it. Right? Do you know what? I feel like drop shipping specifically is, I'm not saying ruined fashion at all, but I feel like it made everyone feel like they are fashion designers. Because anybody with you know a little bit of money can do drop shipping. It, again, all you need is a logo, and they don't even touch the product. Yeah, and you don't even touch the product. <laughs> don't even touch the product. <laughs> and that's what bothers me the most. Yeah. Like these people that like come out with like hoodies, they'll be like, "Oh, this is my line." It's just four different hoodies with like three different washes. Well, I'm a fashion designer. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like one. It's it, and it sucks because that's how that's how the market got so saturated. Right. And it kind of ruined 
I would say the look for people that like truly wanted to be a fashion designer. And now because it's so saturated, they're like, fuck, I can't do it. Yeah, right? it's too tough now because you're competing against millions of people. I- exactly. Do you know what bothers me the most about your industry? Not so much about yours is I find in fashion, it's the biggest one, especially now with like TikTok and Instagram. I see these videos all the time. It's like, oh, love fear of God or love essentials or love Patagonia. Well, this is the site they use. Design your own comp- competing <laughs> brand in five easy steps yeah. and watch you watch your bank <laughs> go to six figures. It's like, Whoa. it's that easy. Is it? It's <laughs> that easy. Oh, yeah. Like we're going to compete point. with fear of God. Right. That easy. Oh, I know. just need a logo just like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Like, it's not that. Nothing is fucking. And look, we talked yeah. about this at the beginning. Unless you're fucking going all in. If you're going to go all in and, and you're going to do dropship or you're going to try and find Good for you. I, I respect the hustle. And then eventually, hopefully, you get to the point where you're not dropshipping anymore. You're you're actually doing the, the proper way. Yeah. Not saying dropshipping isn't the proper way, but it's it's not like you're never you're no. never going to be a, like a real. I wouldn't even tie the two together. Yeah, it's, it's no. completely different. I mean, there was a reason I don't have I didn't I don't have my own brand. Like, I mean, Daily Sinners is something that I'm coming up with now, but like I haven't had my own brand for years just because of like how saturated the yeah. market was, right? And that's why I went more of like the consulting route because I was hoping to help brands that were starting mm-hmm. kind of push them up and elevate them a little bit more than all these other little dogs doing this drop shipping stuff or slapping logos yeah. on stuff. And that's stuff, the thing with right? like, you know, the art community too, like with the, you know, kind of very similar, like people will kind of take other examples or other artists and kind of try their own stuff at the beginning, which is to me, like if someone came and copied me or copied my style, that's fine. But the minute you, you know, everyone's got to come and like find your, find your find medium, your own. find your of own, course. right? Um, you know, but then when it's like, if you're going to copy every single detail, like if you took like a logo or something and then you switched it like for Devin's, you know, clothing stuff and then slap your name on it and said, I'm selling this, blah, blah, blah. Like that's when it's like, okay, exactly. You're kind of dipping your toes in the wrong thing. That's and I mean, like, I, yeah. you know, it's, it's like kind of why we created the blanks, right? Exactly, exactly. So now those people that want to just slap a logo on something or, or do whatever, <laughs> like they're able to do yeah. it. Right. I and find you, it as like the can, most, like in the art side if it, like i've had a couple people that have done some similar stuff and you know what highest form of flattery means i'm doing something right exactly. and that's how i look exactly at it. right but the minute it yeah. becomes a little too close then it's like okay slow down it's okay i'm not gonna you know i'm always here to encourage right it's, of course you know but, well, and that's a, and that's a big thing in part of like your growth as well. I'm sure, like when you first started and you were like just oh, getting dude. going, you, if someone copied you, you'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, like, yeah, you've, yeah, you've made it a little bit, and you're yeah. you're coming into your own, and you realize, okay, like I'm I'm not just starting anymore. I've I've got my clientele. Yeah. I've I've sold you know X amount of paintings, and I've I've made it this far. Okay, if someone's gonna copy me, I remember being at that spot. I've definitely right? humbled myself over the past two years. I've been in this journey, so. It's only been two years. It's been like two and a half. Wow. Two years, yeah. 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 Dev, what about you? How long have you been doing this for? Uh, Probably. When was the school dropout? The school dropouts was when I was probably like, I was, I was doing the Zamboni stuff and I was probably 22, 23. So Are I'm you only like been, 35 now? Uh, fuck, fuck right off. Uh, 20 or 29? Uh, I'm 28. Yeah. I'm 28. I've probably been doing it about four. I, I, on my own, I've been doing it like two, two three, year, three years on my own. Um, But like the journey probably started five, six years ago. Working for like West Forty Nine and stuff like that, just designing for them. But yeah, on my own hasn't been that long. Okay, to both of you, <laughs> if you weren't in your space and you weren't doing what you were doing now, what would you be doing? Ooh, Deb, you answer first since you had more time to think about the first question. Jesse, you're on the you're on the back Ooh, burner. I would definitely like. Can I? Can I? If I was like super smart, anything you want, astronaut. Okay, that's cool. I've always like yo something about just space, time, like. 
time loops, like black holes. Like, I don't know, something about, if I was that smart, like if I was a gifted person, I would love to be able to do like astrophysics and stuff like that. Like I've tried to read books about it. I mean, I read this. Bro, same you had straight D's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> D for <I'm> Devin. <laughs> D for Devin. <laughs> I just wanted to line up on the report card. That's Look, it. my God, all D's. You know, I used to actually, I used to like, even for my, my report cards in my first year of college, because I didn't want my parents to know, I used to Photoshop my grades. That's unreal. Yeah. I used to go in into like a do I into, into Photoshop. And then when you don't make it to the next grade, what do they say? So, so that's. <laughs> oh, so, switch your programs, mom. Oh. <laughs> switch your programs. Literally from. Business entrepreneurship. I was like, oh, like it just like I'm not feeling it. Like I'm not feeling the program. Like I just need to drop out. So we just like dropped out. That's hilarious. But yeah, I, I was worried about that because especially when I was photoshopping, like when I was in the second year, and like I was getting like I was then I started failing courses. I was right? not so I'm, a like, good student. I'm like I was changing the like the failed to like a B. But I have to make up those credits at some point, right? Oh, so crazy. I was thinking about how I'm gonna get around that. So I just dropped out. That's why. That, so it worked out for you. It, it worked moment. out. Yeah. But yeah, astronaut all day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not an astronaut, but <laughs> um, I would probably say real estate or still in the car scene. I mean, really? I've always kind of been a car kid. I was yeah. that kid at that plaza. You okay. Know, sitting there yeah. With his car. At the Wait, what was your first car? First car was an Audi S4. Oh fuck! Shout okay. out mom oh. for, uh, <laughs> damn. for, for yeah, gifting that one. Yeah, yeah, damn, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty cool car to have. I was like one of the first. I was like 16 driving. Audi damn, S4. you probably you probably school. you probably pulled in high school with that thing. Yeah, I was driving around a lot of girls. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. helps. He's like six four. I drove an old one Prelude. That's that pretty good. It was pretty the sweet. H the H22s. The H22As. I yeah. burned through two engines on that car. That's, that's I loved that car. thing. I took that's all the seats car. out of it, made it right down to the metal. I used to go to the runs in Toronto. Yeah. Used to race all these cars. Never win. But it was just like, you know, trying to feel like a race kid. For sure. <laughs> all right. Absolutely. And then you're dusted by him over here. Yeah, I know. You're bringing right. Audi so, over here. So wait, well, I guess you're okay. You don't really need to. But I was going to say, no, no interest in getting in like, because now you're all in an art. You yeah. could have a side thing, right, that you do for fun just because you enjoy it. You never thought of getting back into, like, car sales or maybe, like, special, like... Actually, yes, you don't For really the have financial the point of it, like, I don't really need to go back. No, like, but I mean, I more so, like, like, the passion side of it. Yeah. For the car Because you, you were doing art as, like, a side passion to start, but yeah. now you're good enough that you, you don't... Like, you're successful enough that you don't need... You don't need the side thing, but if you're passionate yeah. about it, wouldn't you want to just jump back into it? I'm not really passionate in a sense of selling them anymore. I do love cars. Like I love yeah, Porsches. Yeah. I love, you know, just cars in general, like driving them and stuff like that. But if I could go back, I don't think I could ever sell them again. I mean, extra stress. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, the sales and car sales is completely different. It's like to owning a business. It's, it's a little more structured than I like. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I love maybe you have like a collection, a collection one day. I, know, and I love like calling like, Jesse. Like right? I'll call him at like twelve o'clock and we like, go, Jesse, what are you doing? He's like, just waking up. Yeah, I believe on a, <laughs> I believe on a no alarm basis. So I wake up naturally every day, and that's my like, thing. This guy just, that's guy, my thing. Hey, yeah. like, hey, what? Hey, you guys thing. are in the creative space, man. Like yeah. I'm sure there's nights where you're you're going to bed and the sun's coming up because that's you're in a groove, right? I'm up to. Wait, where's your studio? Where do you, or where do you where do you do so, art out of? So I used to do a studio in Mississauga, um, and then we ran into some issues during the pandemic so i did a lot of stuff out of the condo now i'm looking back for actual space and gallery stuff so i'm just trying to figure out if i'm there's a couple places on queen street i was looking at kind of get in there but a lot of it too is the industrial aspect of it um because if i go 
you know, commercial in the actual city, a lot of it doesn't allow for spray paint office space, right? Ven- proper like that, ventilation. Yeah. That's the hardest part. But if you just have like windows or something, it doesn't work like that. No? It's got everything's got to be proper with the with you know. I've you probably get that's probably gonna get so sucked out like as you're spraying. Yeah, so right? that's like, why yeah. I mean, you look at you know Max Jamali, Diego Snow, Anthony. They've all got these industrial spaces, right? And it's the best alternative. So yeah, I've, I've been to Richardi's <laughs> actually. He's um. Yeah, uh, he's at Jane in like 401 area or 400 in Finch area. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I feel like you got to go up there to get like a good price. For well, that's he, what it is. is. I would love to stay down. So I try to stay downtown as, as much as possible. But at the end of the day, I think I'm going to have to go out of the city. Like even um, more like Roncesville or something. Yeah, like even together. Mississauga or, cool. you know. We could just you guys might as well. We could. We could do you. something cool like that. Half I could do like sewing my sewing machine, drafting tables, all that stuff on one side and then. Have right. like an art side on the other. For sure. That'd be kind of cool, For actually. Sure. <laughs> We've thought about that. Look, we're making plays. <laughs> business. <laughs> this is business talk right here. Yeah, we're doing right deals. We're doing deals these are, these are two hour phone calls that we have every right. day. And then sometimes it's just silence. Like we don't even talk. But it's amazing because <laughs> if it's someone that I don't know, someone Devin will know, you know, or vice versa for something, real estate, 100%. whatever we need. But right? you know what? That's that's when you, um, they say like you are who you surround your, yourself with or 100%. you are the sum of your Big five closest time. friends or whatever. Big it's time. so true. And I didn't say this earlier, but I, I wanted to. I remember thinking it's not what you know anymore. And again, this is not, I'm not talking about law, lawyers, doctors, and you know, pharmacists and all that shit, or engineers. I'm talking like people, creatives. It's who you know more than what you know. You know, 100%. like, look, you got lucky with the Nelk Boys and that like helped jumpstart your career. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, you, you've got to be good to get, to get lucky. But now, Let's say you have you're trying something else. You're starting a new project. You have that connection, right? Like yeah, of course. someone like you, like you had, you've built your connections over the last five, ten years, whatever it's been. That you start a new project, you have people you can go to, right? Hundred percent. Without connections, I feel like it's so hard to. I feel like without connections or social media, it's hard to fucking do anything it's in definitely, the creative space, especially these yeah. days. Yeah, it's all about I would say who you know. Oh, it's also just about like tightening your circle too. Yeah, like my my circle used to be massive, and like. It's all about energy. Like these people, a lot of people just suck, suck I have like your energy three, dry, like man. Super close people. Like that's it. Is Devin one of them? Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's me. I love that. <laughs> um, you know what's actually funny? You said about sucking energy. I was at the, the bar uh, Saturday and I don't know, like I'm, I like talking to my friends and I love meeting new people, but sometimes you're, you're just at a bar and you didn't find anybody that you really struck your, struck your eye. You, you don't yeah. care to talk to. So you talk to your own friends. Right. And a girlfriend of mine came up to me. She's like, Ricky, like the last like three times I've seen you, you haven't been talking to any girls. Like, what's up? And I'm like, there's none that I wanted to give my energy to. A hundred percent. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah, like nobody like was, I, I didn't see anybody that I really wanted to give my energy to. Like I, I protect my energy now because fuck, like we're getting older. I'm not this, Yo, this energies might not unlimited. It might not be. We were just had this conversation. I said, we I just said, did it know, today. I said, girls aren't that interesting anymore. For the okay, most well, part. let's time out here. <laughs> no, no, no. We just had no, we had this no, conversation. But I'm not saying. Wait, I'm not saying. I'm not saying every girl, but I'm saying just like in this day and age, with how the shift of you know the COVID pandemic, everything, people are just so numb to just like doing their own thing. Everyone's kind of like a robot now. So when I'm talking to people, everyone wants to mask themselves away with going out and partying. I try. I, I just want to talk and get to know Man. someone, and I'm finding it extremely difficult. And I don't know if it's an age thing. How old are you? Sorry, twenty six. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it could, it could, to be honest, it could be, I, f- I find, yeah, I feel like because when I'm hanging around with Devin, I'm hanging around everyone who's in their thirties. Right. So it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit more of like a mature space where everyone's either got their own business or they're, you know, they're talking about life goals and stuff. And I feel like nothing, again, nothing against my age or, or, or females in general, but I'm finding it, you know, just a little bit difficult just to kind of have that kind of a talk with 
you know, for the majority of it. Thought, yeah. That, that's fair. I would agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yes and no. So I I agree with it to a certain extent, and I also disagree because I've met twenty three and twenty four year olds who are and maybe I just have yeah met more them. more like, mature than some of my like thirty year old friends, and then vice versa. I've met right. know, thirty year olds who are fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. That's yeah, very, it's very but I feel true. like some of it is on is on us. Like uh, when I enter a conversation, I and I feel that that pr- I didn't I didn't get that much out of the person, or that person wasn't that interesting. Sometimes I say I'm like, hey, maybe I didn't ask the right questions because. I feel like everybody is interesting to to a certain extent if you prime them on the right topics, maybe. Right. You know, like let's say this. Conversation, maybe I was ready for a different conversation. Yeah, may, yeah, and she so was maybe, like in a, in a different yeah, headspace, maybe, right? True. And, that, and, it, and it very well could be, right? Yeah, it could be something like that because, again, everyone's every, in my opinion, everyone's interesting in some capacity. It's just what yeah. they're interesting in might not be interesting to you or to me or to Devin it might That's be super true. interesting to someone else right like I'm sure if Devin met an astronaut right now he'd be interested in them but they might not be interested in him right like, <laughs> actually I think they'd be interested in me yeah yeah okay. like, come on I'm an artsy I'm, I'm an artsy guy <laughs> <laughs> no no 100% they're talking about like fucking astrophysics and Devin's like this is so interesting but I have no idea what you're saying <laughs> dude I read the same page like 10 times this astrophysics book like I tried I really really tried I was like me in in, um, <laughs> in what was it uh, physics or biology in grade 12 I just fucking couldn't click or yeah, first year university, I read it. I studied my I studied my fucking heart out. <laughs> and you just but I'll tell the story. <laughs> so when I went to Western, I was I was in the MIT program, the media communication. So you're program. smart. I'm not smart, but I'm not an idiot. Like I'm like in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got in this program, and they cut half the class after year one. So I knew I was good because I took Italian, and I I already took grade nine, ten, eleven times. So I was like, I'm gonna dominate this class. I ended up getting like a ninety five in it. So I'm like, I'm good. I just can't fail a class. Right. So they only take your top four marks, not your top five. So, but if you fail a class, you're automatically not allowed in second year. Oh, that's crazy. So I took biology because I'm like, if I don't like this course, I'm going to go into sports uh, physio. So I love sports. I love like the anatomy of the body. Like I just, I love that stuff. So I took bio in high school and I wasn't good at it, but I'm like, you know what? I'll study harder. I'll be, I'll be better. I, I got like a 70 in it. So I get, pretty good. yeah, just not for like university when yeah. you need to yeah, pass, yeah. right? So I'm in grade, first year uni. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m., like first class of the week, like fucking just brutal. <laughs> I get there and I attend every fucking class. So participation is ten, like I'm, I'm getting 10 out of 10. So participation. Yeah, yeah. Are they strict on that? Yeah. So in, in first year, some class, they give you a little clicker and you have to participate. So you buy this little clicker, and if you, don't ask, if you don't answer, clicker. yeah, if you don't answer the questions, it's like connected to like the screen. No way. Even if you get the questions Wait, wrong, what? Yeah. So there's, let's say there's thirty classes. That's a lot of pressure. Wait, that is wait a listen. Lot of if you attend, all you have to do is answer. You don't have to, you don't have to get the questions right in the in the lecture, but you have to answer them. As long as you answer them. So what I did is like I was good. I attended most classes, even though I was an idiot in the class. I attended. I got everything wrong. I found the smartest lab partner. Went to like a high school. I kind of knew who he <laughs> was. Partnered with him. Labs on like 10 out of 10 too. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm, I'm going to be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First exam, I study hard. I get a 25. I've never failed any test in my entire life. I get a 25. And I'm like, what the fuck? How? And I thought I got like a 60, right? Is that but, usually how it is? Like when you think you did good, you do terrible. So when you think you do always go with C. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> no, that, didn't work. Bro, I did, work. I did one test, all Cs. I got a 60. Every single one, you got lucky. You got lucky. (laughs) So, wait, midterm comes. I study. I get like a 45. So, going into the final, I did the math behind it because of my participation, because of my um, uh, clicker thing, and because of my labs. All I had to do was get a 50 on the exam to get a 50 in the class, and I was good. Even though I failed the first two tests or the exams. So, there's one question that's worth half the exam, or it's like worth a third of the exam. So, I'm like, I'm not even gonna look at it. I'm not gonna look at it. So I'm going to the thing. I'm like, okay, I'm doing all right. I'm probably at like a 60. So all I gotta do is pass this last question. <laughs> I go to the last page. 
I don't fucking know the question. It's like I just missed that chapter of the book. Like, don't have a fucking <laughs> clue in my mind. So what do you do? Like, so I sat there and I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, this is before I even knew what a fucking panic attack was. I'm sitting there, I'm like heavy panting. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I'm looking around. At this point, I'm ready to cheat. I'm ready. To, like, I'm looking over my I, shoulder. I was gonna say, bro, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm like the one that's bro, like, hey. Pst, pst, I'm looking over. I'm looking over, and Napoleon, I can't. Give me your talk. And, you know, and the problem is, it's not multiple choice. It's like a fucking written thing, and I'm oh, looking around. Oh, those are the worst. I'm like just the trying actual question. I'm just trying to see yeah. words. I just, I just need to see words. Maybe I, like, maybe I can see a word that'll remind me of that chapter. I see nothing, and I'm sitting. I'm like, okay, let me go through this test. Let me see if I can, if I'm gonna pass without this question. Other- yeah. So I'm rereading this. I'm the last guy there at this point. So I'm even fucking started the question. I literally wrote. I was like, look, I have no fucking idea what this question is. I'm in the MIT program. I have no plans on taking biology second year. I'm going to stick in MIT. All I need to do is pass this test to pass this course. If I get a 50 on this, I promise like, I'll never take biology ever again. Just please give me a 50. I'll never even think about science ever again. I'll, I'll stay in MIT. I'll graduate MIT. You'll he never get from I got my mark back. I checked online. I passed that course with a 51. Wow. So, so he was a G. I don't even know if it was a guy or a girl that marked it. I didn't even care. So everyone's like, did you go and see what you got? I'm like, do you think I'm going to walk in there? Do you <laughs> think, think I'm going to walk in there? In? He got a 51. I knew I passed. I saw I got accepted to second year. I'm fucking good. I don't want to see bio ever. And I studied my That's fucking- That's impressive though. I, I was, that is good. Yeah. You know, I walked out. I remember calling my mom. And my, like, this was, like, my whole family knew this was like a big test for me because I need to pass or else I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to do in second year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. leaving Western. Yeah. Not, I loved Western. I'm not leaving. So I remember calling <laughs> my mom. I, I went to Western her. once. Oh, it's the best school ever. <laughs> yeah, it was best like, uh, I never back went. in like 2015, 2016. I wish I, I went was, to I just see it was what like it was to, like. When Dubs played there, that was like yeah, the first bro, time. It was went. wild. It was wild. That's crazy. Ooh. Anyway, I, I called my mom after this test and she's like, how'd you do? I was like, I fucking failed. She's like, no, you're fucking with me. I was like, and she like, I, st- I had a tutor and everything. I went to yeah. see the TA. I had a tutor. She's like, no. I was like, oh, I fucking failed that. She's like, really? How bad? I was like, there's a question worth a third of the test. And I basically pleaded my, like, I, I poured <laughs> my heart my out. Life. I poured my heart out to hopefully pass. She's like, and my mom's just like thinking, like, I've never failed. My brother's like fucking borderline genius. Like the guy doesn't study and still gets like 80s and 90s. So she's like, well, you, maybe... You, uh, well, when you get home, we'll figure out what to do next year. It's no big deal. <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it. Just to give you comfort. She's like, she doesn't even know what to say. It's like, she's like, fuck, you're an idiot. How the fuck did you, you had one job. Just pass this fucking test. And it was <laughs> like my first exam. Like, how do you know? I, and it was, I think it was, I can't remember if it was my first or my last, but I just remember thinking like, actually no, it was my last. I remember thinking I'm done. Fuck this place. I'll figure it out next year. I used to do that with my parents all the time. I'd be like, oh, I failed. And they'd be like, oh, here we go again, yeah. you know? And then they'd be like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. And they're like, oh, what'd you get? I'm like, 51. <laughs> they're yeah, like, what oh, was, well. <laughs> what was that thing in when math? Devin, when Devin called his parents, so he's like, oh, okay, so what program now, Dev? Yeah, <laughs> what was that exactly. thing in math? Like, it had like a triangle and it would have like A, B, and then find C. Oh, like, yeah. well, A plus B equals yeah, C. So algebra. I had, I had I, algebra. Is that algebra. So I remember yeah. I had algebra. And, you know, one of the questions was find C. I shit you not, you circled, circled C and said, Found it, and she gave me a half mark. <laughs> you know what I used to do? This was back in like grade five, grade six. You know how you, they would always say, "How do you, how do you know?" Yeah. And oh, I used I to put, that. 
I use my brain. <laughs> swear to God, on my life. This is why no. we're artists. Yeah. This way. is exactly why we're artists. I remember her you guys, name. You guys don't know this because you guys, by the time you guys like were growing up, the calculators were like so advanced by then, right? You had like those proper hundred dollar calculators. No, we had not like the te- no, not the Texas Instruments ones. No, you didn't no. have. Those. No, we didn't have I just that. Had that regular. No, this oh, was okay. just regular. So like I remember, I'm I'm very good at finding the answer, and then I'd work my way backwards on how I got there, right? Okay. So I remember one test. It's like. Oh, this long equation I did it on the calculator And it's like Hey how'd you get that I was like Fuck well I just I just did it I did. So I remember writing it backwards And like So I got my answer At the bottom right And I'm like Working my way up And I remember I get the test back It's like The questions were five marks And I get like Three out of five But I had the right fucking answer So I go see I'm like Look I, At the end of the day It's about the end result Not about the journey Exactly like, I got the I, I, I ended off at the right time. Who cares how I got there He goes Ricky I, I understand how you got there but in the middle, you got everything wrong. You made all the right, the wrong turns and just got lucky at the end. It's like, why would you get five? I'm like, because I got the right answer. He's like, yeah, but none of this makes sense. See, I like, hated that. I see the process, but each individual thing, like, it's like you just threw the equations here because you know the equations belong in this step, but you put the wrong numbers ever. Like, this doesn't equal this. That you just skipped. You just threw those numbers in there because you felt like it, and then you got to here, which doesn't line up with any of this. Just tell them it's it's one right That's answer, right? I used right? to, yeah. I used to do I it all. It. So what's the problem? Yeah. I asked this. I asked this to someone recently, and I'm going to ask both of you guys. And we're, we're nearing the ending okay. too, so this, I feel like a good one. If you do a good deed for the wrong reason, is it still a good deed? So let's say, let's say you you do a custom painting for a charity because you know you're going to get you're for self gratification. You know you're going to get X amount of followers on Instagram and blah blah but you don't you end up donating this chair this painting to charity and gave the charity 10 grand but you did it because you wanted it you wanted the followers and that for you let's say you're I, I can't i can't think of a fashion example but the idea of like these youtubers who go and they give money to homeless people for views i'm not a huge no i, I don't like you know i even every every winter i do backpacks for the homeless no one knows i don't post about it mm-hmm. i fill up backpacks and i give them out right i don't believe that if you're doing it for getting followers and all that shit, I think it's stupid. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. It could be self-awareness too, which I kind of get the viewpoint because watching those videos does make people feel good and be like, oh, okay, you know what? Like there's that, but the actual content person of it, like for example, like if I was going to give away for a charity or something, I mean, I'm giving the painting because I'm giving the painting. You know, like it has nothing to do with the... If someone catches it, like if it's like somehow, some way, like someone posted about it someone else posted about it and it got brought up but I wasn't the one that was like hey yeah, record yeah, me doing different. this yeah, and yeah. Blah, 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 then no but if someone like catches you doing it or somehow like gets out or like a friend talks about it or, or something or this or that I'm cool with that but I, I'm not a huge fan of people that do it for just the purpose of like getting views and being talked about like I'm not it's like a Mr. Beast right now that's getting torn apart so social media so and you know what I used to agree with both of you but then I, I thought about this way that those let's say the backpacks let's say you're doing it because you just for you want people to think you're a good guy or something right do you think the homeless person who's getting that backpack gives a fuck about why you did it no he's doing it for the fuck you, he's happy he's got a backpack 100% so who cares about the reason you did it exactly. he's got a fucking backpack so whether the reason you did it was right or wrong good or bad the end result was him. the right answer. So fuck, fuck the equations on the way 100%. down. The yeah. right answer. Right there. I always say, because I see all these videos. I'm like Sometimes I see them like, I'm so inspired by these guys. And I know they're doing it just for views. And I know they're doing it just for clicks. Yeah. But I'm fucking inspired. I might go fucking give some backpacks. That's what I said. I'm like, That's I fair. feel somewhat yeah. good watching this. And it's yeah. going to make me do something. And you know what? You know, There's like, someone on the other end that benefit. Because right? I can't, and I can't remember the exact example. It was some of the, I remember I was, something about a food bank. 
and I, I can't remember the full story, but someone like, oh, we're, we'll go to the food bank and we'll, we'll yeah, donate yeah. our time. And someone says, well, if you're not going for the right reason, like don't bother going at all. Oh, it was on TikTok. I made a TikTok last year, like saying like, oh, I'm going to go to the food bank. We'll document this, blah, blah. And someone's like, well, you're just doing it for the views. And I said, no, I'm not. But even if I was, who fucking cares? Like if you're not going to do it for it's the right reason, it, you know if what? you're not going to do it for the right reason, don't do it. I said, you know what? The food bank's got one less fucking person tomorrow then. How do you feel about that? 100%. You think the people who aren't going to get food give a fuck why I did it? No. That's true. I guess that was like the our Sunday church group. Yeah. When we did the the stuff for, yeah. for Red Door Shelter. Yeah. Or whatever. We did like, I think it Where was like. Jesse, we, were you in that? We did. Like, no. No, he wasn't a part. He wasn't. No. I guess he wasn't really in the scene then. But like, I mean, we have, we have this, this group of boys we like to call Sunday Church. And it's kind of died now. Though. It's kind of died. Yeah. It, it was, it was crappy because like it had a really good idea and movement behind it. But some people got involved and like kind of ruined the name. Yeah. And then Toronto, like how it is, people said that we were doing other stuff when we weren't doing it and just ruined the. It got out of control. It got, really it got so out of control. There was, you know, rumors that there was being this this and this done in the chat and there was what actually just in the city though. it was just the boys talking like it was just the boys b- being boys, boys being yeah, boys, boys basically. Being stupid. but our whole like model behind it was you know we did this thing it was when did we i think it was for thanks i think it was thanksgiving the I first think. one was thanksgiving yeah and, and that was a small one then the christmas one was big the christmas yeah yeah chris i think it was a christmas so one we did like 221 back- yeah we did like 200 backpacks and there was like 30 grand or 35 grand given to red door shelter that's which wild is, which that's is great like that's the kind of stuff i love right and we need to do it again, but it just it kind of fell apart. But yeah, it was pretty cool when we were doing it, right? Yeah, but it was. It had a good idea, unfortunately. The I feel like the execution. Yeah, I mean the name isn't the best. So I thought the name was great. Sunday church. <laughs> Sunday okay. church group. Sunday church. That's yeah, great. <laughs> we we all fucking went to church and we all had our vices. But again, if you do good things, who cares what the reason behind it is? Before yeah, sure. we wrap up, boys. Uh, actually, no. I got two more questions. Actually, I'm going to ask. I haven't asked this in a while. To each of you, if there was a movie about your lives, who would you want to star as you? Ooh. Whoever's got an answer first, go. Ooh, I would do Leo. That's that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, we've heard that a lot. Of I, I would lot. say I would definitely okay. say I would definitely say Leo. I feel like he would play my life pretty yeah. pretty damn well. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a hard one. That's a hard one to play my life. It could be dead or alive too. <clears throat> I want to say Ray Liotta. Ooh, Ooh! Wow! Great one. Yeah. That's a, a that's an amazing one. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, well done. Um, okay, now last one. What's uh, what's on what's on like the horizon for you guys? Uh, aside from the Daily Centers collab that you talked about, what else you guys got going on? I got a I big project in L.A. Okay, what is it? Can't talk about it just yet. Thanks. Got Great. A big, big <laughs> Solid <project>. answer. <laughs> big project. Big project. It's can't for, talk about it. We'll go fuck it's, ourselves. It's, <laughs> because you, here's the thing with with my kind of stuff is a lot of my clients like to be anonymous. So I've oh, delivered. Okay pieces that I, to people I've never even met, never seen, and with like zero Instagram followers, and they just send me money, and here's my address, send the painting. So I'm like, all right. Bro, like, that's so wild. So, and it's, so and nice. Yeah, so I, like that. one of the people at the, you know, St. Regis Hotel, one of the residents there, Penthouse, bought a couple pieces off me, never met him, don't know his name, don't know anything. He doesn't even care. Right? Guy in care. LA. Fuck you, Jesse. Don't just know his the name. <laughs> don't know <laughs> anything. He's like, he's like, we're just going to have some big stuff. He's like, you're going to fly down, we're going to do some stuff, and... uh Whatever. All right. Well, that's yeah, pretty dope, yeah. then. Yeah, so I got that stuff kind of going. But uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing I have right now. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. And Dev, for you. I'm trying to think right now. I, I feel, honestly feel like the Daily Cinders is probably the biggest the biggest thing right now. I mean, we just did the rebrand for Modus Collective. So like that just that just happened now. Actually, we just launched the site yesterday. Unreal. For, yeah, for that. So that that's just been launched. Um, then the Daily Cinders and stuff. And I just want to get back more into like 
you know the the design and the art the art more of the art side of it i kind of lost the art side for a long time and kind of just became more of like the train moving forward you know doing like the little things just to get the money to come in but i want to get back to like me get back to the art side spray painting jackets redoing jackets kind of like you know, like dust the gods and stuff like that yeah yeah right like so i'll get back into that stuff i think Right there, yeah. <laughs> was that it? That is, yes, that's sir. the gods, yeah. Wait, was that your brand or? No, God, no, no. no, no. That's Antonio. Antonio's. Yeah, his brand. Shout out is, for making the customs. Yeah, he makes some phew, wicked stuff. Yeah. Wicked, wicked stuff. I know nothing about fashion. I think these pants I bought at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> this Yo. shirt isn't even mine. I don't even know where I found it. I, I saw it. I was like, this isn't mine, but I'm going to wear it anyway. It's a nice shirt. It, yeah. it looks like a nice shirt, though. Like I'm not nice going to lie. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, anyways, boys, thanks for coming on. This was a good time. Glad we got to do this. If people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, your art, your fashion, where can they go? How can they find you? Start Instagram, Jesse Pownall. Spell it up. P-O-W-N-A-L-L. Boom. Uh, yeah. Uh, Instagram, D-E-V-O-N-H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N-N. I almost forgot my last name. <laughs> of course I would. Uh. All right, guys. We made it to the end of this. We appreciate you. Give the boys a follow. Stay tuned to see what they got coming up. And other than that, we'll see you next week. See Peace. You later. Peace.